Hey guys, I hope y'all are doing well. My name is Kendra Shanae and today I wanted to come and speak with you all about a steadfast pursuit. Okay, so there are times when God will leave you to yourself so that you can pursue him wholeheartedly. Okay, he will leave you to your own desires so that you can see the insufficiency and turn back to him. Sometimes God will seemingly leave you to yourself so that you can turn back to him and have a steadfast pursuit. All right, the word steadfast means to be resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. All right? Again, it means resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Synonyms are loyal, faithful, committed, devoted, dedicated, dependable, reliable. All right, God knows what to do to produce a resolutely, dutifully, firm and unwavering pursuit within you. He knows how to make you loyal, faithful, committed and devoted to him. God knows what to do to produce a steadfast pursuit out of you, okay? And sometimes that includes leaving you to yourself. Allowing you to be in a state of bondage. Letting you go in your own way. So that you can realize that he is the way. And that his ways are what's best. Alright, God knows how to make all things work together for your good. According to his purpose. And his will. Listen, the father in the parable of the prodigal son, he seemingly left the son to himself. He let the son go. Though he didn't want the son to leave him, though he didn't want the son to be removed, though he wanted the son to return, he didn't forcefully make him. 
The word says that he watched and waited for his return. He was on the lookout for his son, but he didn't forcefully make him choose him. He didn't forcefully make him be with him or choose his ways. I'm sure the father wanted him to choose him. The father wanted him to choose his ways. The father wanted him to wait on his inheritance. The father wanted him to stay in the house and within his presence, but he didn't make him. The father wanted him to return, but he didn't make him. He left him to himself. And I think he did that because he knew he would come to the end of himself. That he would realize what was best. He would realize the love that the father had for him. He would realize the state and the condition he was in. And that it did not slightly compare to being with the Father and within his will. The Father knew that the prodigal son would one day realize where he needed to be and that a steadfast pursuit would be produced within him. that would push him to return. The father experienced pain, I'm sure, when the prodigal left. The father experienced pain knowing that he was in a place that was not what was best for him. I'm sure the father missed being with him. He hated his removal. But I'm sure that once the prodigal returned, that he was glad that the removal took place. Because the prodigal returned better. The prodigal returned with an inner resolve to get back to him. The word says that the prodigal was afar off. He had to journey to get back to the father. It wasn't a quick little one-two step back home. No, he had to push. He had to press to get back to the father. To get back in the place he knew he needed to be. And the only thing that helped the prodigal son push and press to the place he needed to get to was a steadfast pursuit that was produced within him 
in his low state. The prodigal son became firm and unwavering. He resolved in himself that he was going to do whatever it took to get back to the father. He said that he was willing to be a servant. He was willing to he, he was willing to be lowly. He was humble. The prodigal was a son, but he was willing to return as a servant just to get back in relationship with the father. He had a desire to be home. He had a desire to be in the will of the Father, to be close to him, to, to do what was necessary, to get back to a place he once was. The prodigal returned, and the word says that when he returned, the Father greeted him with a hug, embraced him, and celebrated him. The father placed robes on him, a signet ring on him. The prodigal returned and was restored. I don't think the prodigal had robes and the ring before he left. The prodigal returned and was restored to a place even better than before. The prodigal returned. And I believe. Had a resolve. To stay. I believe the prodigal had a resolve not to go back to the lowly state he was in. He had a resolve to stay with the father and to do what was necessary to remain in his glory and to continue moving forward. The prodigal returned humbled. He had a sense of gratitude. He had love, honor, and respect for the father when he came back. He returned with a steadfast pursuit. And the pursuit led to him being restored.
to a state even better than before. And that would allow him to continue to move forward. To greater glory. Let me let me share. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar was similar. He ended up in a lowly state as well, in a low state. You know, when he chose to continue to walk in pride, when he was you know, puffed up and prideful. The Lord removed him from his kingdom and he was led to the wilderness and he ended up in bondage, right? He was, um, he was brought to a place of obscurity. He was, he developed the wrong thought patterns. He was around the wrong people, places, and things, just like the prodigal. The prodigal was in bondage. He was brought to a place of obscurity. He, he, he was in a place of prominence. But when he left the house, he was brought to obscurity. He developed the wrong thought patterns. He was eating scraps. He was around pigs. Moving and operating like them. They both were brought low and placed in bondage because they chose not to go in the way of the Lord, in the way of the Father. But we see that with Nebuchadnezzar, just like with the prodigal, Nebuchadnezzar developed a steadfast pursuit in the low place. He recognized that he was in error. He humbled himself. And he turned to the Father. He, he acknowledged him. He praised him. He did what was necessary to break through and to get back to him. And the word shares that, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was released and God restored him. And he was restored to his kingdom and that it was even better than before. He was receiving things that he did not have before. Just like the prodigal. God produced a steadfast pursuit within them that led them to return and they were brought to restoration into a state that was even better than before. 
And the Lord did such a work within them that they did what was necessary to stay. They did what was necessary to continue to move forward. The word never shares that Nebuchadnezzar was removed from his kingdom again. He never went back to that low state. He continued to apply the lesson he learned forevermore. He continued to walk in the person that God had called him to be. Nebuchadnezzar did what was necessary to continue to move forward. There was a steadfast pursuit that was produced within them that led them to intentionality. They intentionally lived in such a way that they wouldn't have to return to the low place they were in. so that they could stay with the Father and in His will and continue to move forward to the greater glory that He had in store for them. You know, yesterday I was thinking and I was just thinking about how some things never happen again. And I thought about Jesus. I thought about how when he was, after he was crucified and he was in the tomb for three days. And then he returned. He never went back to the tomb. That was something that never happened again. It was something that was necessary. It was something that God allowed because it was a part of the process. Because it was to fulfill God's will. He never went back to that place. It was just to lead him to the greater that was ahead. Because when Jesus returned from the grave, the word shares how he was restored. He returned and was in a better state than before. Mary didn't even recognize him because he was in a more beautiful state. And the word shares that when he returned, he wasn't moving and operating the same. He wouldn't let Mary touch him because he knew that 
that was not his final destination. He was focused on moving forward. He knew that ascension was ahead. When he came back, he wasn't moving as he was beforehand. Jesus came back walking in intentionality, knowing that he was getting ready to ascend. He came back restored and moved in such a way so that he could continue to move forward. He did what was necessary. He did what was needed. He did what he had to do so that he wouldn't be contaminated. Or so nothing in the past would repeat itself. in regards to going back to the grave. He knew that that was over. He was pushing and pressing forward because he knew that ascension was ahead. He knew that greater glory was before him. And I just feel like that is what God has been doing within people. God has been producing a steadfast pursuit within people. God allowed some people to be to themselves. He allowed some people to choose their own way. He allowed some people to leave him. He allowed some people to go to a place that was not what was best for them. He let some people be in bondage because he knew that though he didn't want them to be in that place. Though God never wanted them to leave, though God never wanted them to go through what they went through and experience what they went through, though God never wanted them to be placed in bondage, he knew it was there that they would come to the end of themselves and that they would return to him. And that when they did return, they would be restored to a place even better than before. And that when they returned, they would have fixed focus on being with him and remaining in his will and doing what they had to do to continue to move forward with him into greater glory.
God has been producing a steadfast people. And I believe that we are going to see the, the fruit thereof. We're going to see the results of people returning to God in a number of different ways. We're going to see their loyalty, their commitment, their devotion, their consistency with the Lord. We're going to see that they're firm and unwavering. Because they've resolved within to be with him. God is leading people back to himself and back to what is best for them. People are going to have a steadfast pursuit of him and that which is in his will. Okay, people are going to be returning to places and positions that God has for them. People are going to be returning to a people that are within his will for their life. There's going to be a great return. And when people return to these places, positions, and people, they're going to return with steadfastness. It's going to mirror the pursuit that they have for the Lord. Because they're returning to what is in the Lord's will for their life. People are returning to places, positions, and people with a steadfast pursuit. They're going to be firm and unwavering. They're going to be loyal, faithful, and committed. Devoted to these places, positions, and people. Faithfulness, loyalty, commitment, long-suffering will be evident. Like never before. Okay? People are being restored in places and positions with people because of their repentance, because of their return to the Lord. And they're going to be restored in these places, positions and with people to a state even better than before. They're going to return and be restored 
and have fixed focus. They're going to move with intentionality to stay and remain with God and where they now perceive is best for them. And they're going to have a desire to do what is necessary to continue to move forward into the greater glory that God has for them there. Okay? There is a return that's taking place. There is restoration that is occurring. Because of the steadfast pursuit that God has produced in a previous painful season. Some things that are returning are going to look brand new. You're going to be glad that they were removed. Because their return is going to be so refreshing. It's going to be what you were looking for. What you've been waiting on. Okay? So know that God has been doing a great work within a people. He's been making them steadfast. He's been leading them to repentance so that they could return to him and what is best for them. So they could end up in a better place than before. And ultimately serve you in a better way. Okay. Restoration is coming from the return that is resulting from the steadfast pursuit that God has produced. And it's all taking place to lead to the greater glory that God has in store. He's moving a people forward. And he's doing it by what was produced in the painful previous season. Okay, so I love you all and Jesus does too. If you enjoy daily encouragement from the heart of God, feel free to subscribe to this channel. And until next time, know that God has done a great work. And he's allowing all things to work together.
for the good of those that love the Lord according to his purpose. And one of the things he's done is he has produced a steadfast pursuit that will be evident. People are returning to the Lord and to what is best for them, to the promise that he has for them. And it's going to lead to restoration. It's going to lead to things being even better, even more beautiful than before. Also that his purpose, his will, his plans can be fulfilled. And greater glory can be obtained. for his name's sake. All right? So until next time, be on the lookout. Be expecting. What you've been wanting to see. What you've been waiting for. what you knew will come about because the steadfast pursuit that God has produced is about to bring it to pass. Things are going to be greater than you expected. More than what you could have hoped for. and lead to a future that you can't even fathom at the moment. All for your good and his glory. All right, bye. All right, so I just wanted to come and remind you all to reflect on today's word and see how it relates to you, okay? So um, take your thoughts, questions, concerns or what have you to the Lord and let him minister to you regarding the word. And now I'm going to go ahead and pray into today's message. So Lord God, I just thank you so much. I thank you for being good and faithful and knowing just what to do, God. I thank you that you work all things together for our good according to your purpose for our lives, God. So I thank you for what has led us to the steadfast pursuit that you have placed within us, God. I thank you that you have put a steadfast pursuit within your people that will lead us back to you and back into your will, Lord. Thank you for repositioning people and returning people to you and that which is best for them, God. I thank you for the return to places, positions, and people that is taking place, God. And I thank you for the restoration that is coming about, Lord. I thank you that the 
I thank you for the intentionality that people are going to be walking in because of the steadfast pursuit that you've produced within them, Lord. And I just pray that this steadfast pursuit continues forevermore, Lord, until the very end. I pray that none of us forsake the work that you've done within us. I pray that none of us lose focus on you and what's best for us, but we continue to pursue you always so that we can remain close to you and where you want us to be. So God, I just thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. Thank you for leading us to greater glory that you have in store for us, God. And I just pray that none of us go back to the low state that we were in. But we take the lessons we have learned and we push and we press forward forevermore. So God, I love you, I praise you, I honor you, and I adore you. And I look forward to seeing, experiencing, partaking in the fruit of the steadfast pursuit that you have produced. In Jesus' name, amen. All right.